Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that cheeky notification bell too and let's crack on with today's first story now today's first story i spotted this one and it's a tree law based story and i know what you guys like say it with me tree law tree law (laughs) and it came from a deleted user who said tree service cut down trees without my permission and of course has updates to it as well So three weeks ago, I asked a tree service if they could provide a quote to cut down a few small trees in my backyard, along with a much larger tree. I never set a date, never agreed to any work, just met with them for five minutes to point out the trees and then asked them to leave a quote in my mailbox and I would call them if we decided to use them. Get home, see a quote, seems a little high. So I'm getting a few other quotes, never contact them, never hear back from them. Come home this past Monday early from work and I see several large trucks and equipment from the tree company in front of my house. I look into my backyard from my truck window and see them cutting away. I go running down the side yard yelling at them to stop and asking them what the hell they are doing. The job foreman, not the same person I spoke to before, says they're doing what I told them. I tell them I never agreed to any services and my wife had even decided against cutting some of the pines down because she liked the wooded appearance it gave our lot. I tell them to immediately stop and one of the guys goes running to the backyard yelling for everyone to stop. Go inside, grab the quote, show him how it wasn't signed. He gets the owner, person I spoke with before on the phone and I immediately ask them why he came out to my home and did work I never agreed to him doing emphasized that all I asked for was a quote. He seems flustered, says he doesn't know how it happened. He's really sorry. This cycle repeats for about 10 minutes on how this has never happened and and he doesn't know why he put me down if I didn't sign or agree to it and on and on and on, etc. Conversation ends with his crew cleaning up, leaving and him agreeing to meet us at our home that evening to work it out. Wife comes home and cries for a good bit because now we can see clear back to the large road behind us and about half the pine trees she loved are gone. For reference, there are about 12 total and they were each 12 to 18 years old, about 30 to 45 feet tall. Guy arrives, initially tries to make it sound like it's on both of us that it happened as some kind of miscommunication and that I must have verbally agreed to it. I then make it clear that it's 100% on them and they need to fix it. To make matters worse, they just toppled the trees off onto the hill behind my fence, which runs down towards a public access hiking trail. I didn't own the land that the trees are now on and it's illegal for me to dump them there, not to mention the liability if the tree debris were to slide down and hit a hiker on the trail. 
My wife and I only had about 30 minutes before he showed up from the time she got off work. So we didn't have a lot of time to figure out a solution. What we came to agreement on verbally and loosely is that we pay nothing. He cleans up the cut down trees and he plants a new row of fast growing evergreens like my wife loved. He then leaves and says he'll call to set a date, which he set for the end of this next week and to let him know which evergreens we want. I tell him we may need something else too or to do something different once we have more time to think it over. However, the more my wife and I think about it, the more we feel like this isn't a fair shake. It'll take another 10 to 12 years for us to get even part of the wooded appearance back that our lot had before. And that was one of the primary reasons we bought the house. As a final note, all of this was caught on the security system on my house and I recorded the conversation we had with the owner when he arrived. My questions are this. One, is this a fair trade? Two, what are our rights and what are we owed legally? Are these trees or their aesthetic appearance to us worth anything legally? Three, should I consult an attorney? And if so, what kind of attorney do I call? Four, should I cancel the cleanup appointment we have with the company until I consult an attorney? I'm not trying to make this a payday. I just want to make sure they do what's right by us. And, and it especially has me riled up how much this upset my wife emotionally. She's cried a few times since then when she's looked at the backyard. It was always her dream to live on a wooded lot like her parents did to the point of it being a veto issue when we were looking for a house. So it meant a lot to her. Thank you in advance for any advice you can give. Now it kind of felt to me at the end of this one, as, as I said, we do have updates to this as well. I'm gonna cover some comments in a moment, but it just felt like they knew they'd done wrong, you know, quickly to, yeah, yeah, we're, we'll take away the trees and we'll replace them with whatever saplings you want. You just tell us sort of thing. Like we're trying to get out of this as quick as possible. And you know yourself, it wasn't a miscommunication. So, and what we've seen from previous tree little stories, there's a lot of money involved here. And I remember in the last story that we covered, people were saying, you know, the trees need to be replaced with like, like for like live trees. So like a 30 to 40 foot tree. Can you actually do that? I'm not sure if you can, I haven't Googled it yet. I'll probably Google this after, but the logistics of replacing a huge tree like that sounds almost impossible. It obviously isn't because technology these days, but you know, it did get me thinking. But that Asuka says, there's a running joke here on legal advice about tree law being far more serious business than you'd expect and it's true. Trees can be valued incredibly high by the course and they're not something you want to fuck around with. Some trees can go for five figures in price depending on the age and the size of the tree. In some states like Oregon, hopefully I pronounced that right, <laughs> and as a general concept in tort law, there is something called treble damages where you pay as much as three times the value of something. In this case, a tree and three times the value of the tree can get incredibly expensive when, once again, trees can be tens of thousands of dollars. To answer your questions, one, you're looking for damages or money. You sold yourself short by verbally agreeing to pay nothing and him, the person who caused you damages, possibly to your property value, to clean the cut down trees plus plant new trees. Two, you're owed the value of the trees. Three, there are lawyers who literally specialize in tree law. No joke. Four, consult a lawyer before you allow these people to get away with the damages they've done to you. This is something out of the scope of simple advice for the subreddit. You want a real lawyer plus arborist for this. An arborist to determine the value of the trees cut down and a lawyer, tree law lawyer, to go after these people for your damages. A deleted user says no advice, but I lurk here often. 
Is OP bound to the verbal agreement that he discussed with the owner? And someone replies saying, generally you are bound by verbal agreements, but there can be a lot of specifics that are easily forgotten and will turn into a he said, she said battle in court. When hundreds of thousands of dollars are on the line, the specifics get much more important and a document serves as a permanent record that can't really be disputed after the fact. Jesse says, God, I love tree law. He owes you exact replacements, not saplings. This is going to get super expensive for him, but it will cost you nothing. Do not take any sort of deal. Have him fix it right. Yarubi Sorrel says, as a forester, I would go with a live oak in the largest new open area and plant some longleaf pine on the edges. A tree that grows fast dies fast and you'll have to call another company out to take them down in another 40 or so years. It's better to avoid that issue during your lifetime. This could be considered tree theft. Holy moly. So there we have it. We got the advice so far. What would you would be advising to OP so far? And let's move on to the first update. So this update came, it was a smaller update from the same month and it says, wow, I was not expecting this kind of response and I greatly appreciate the multiple PMs and public responses I've received regarding this topic. I've made a few replies below, but figured it would be easier to give a small update here. I spoke with my attorney friend today. He hasn't handled these cases before and had to research up on the triple damages in GA law, dating back from the 1800s apparently. I'm not bound to any type of verbal agreement as I intentionally left it open to further consideration and the tree service was also negotiating from a position that was disadvantageous to me with lesser knowledge on the topic of discussion. He has advised that I get an arborist involved, contact my local town council to have a land survey done to verify the trees as being mine and also to give certification that the removal wasn't permitted and the disposal into their property by the tree company was without their permission. The arborist should be able to give a fair market value on the cut down trees and should be able to recommend a tree service specifically meant to transplant adult trees and get a quote from them for that cost. All of this should go through their CGL insurance. They are a large company apparently and he can assist with an initial demand letter to see if they would just settle in either just cash or cash on the cut trees values plus agreement to pay directly for the tree service of my choosing to put back similar trees plus clear out the debris. If they push back, he says, I definitely have a case and an easy one at that. He knows someone who specifically handles tree tort law in GA and would hand over my case to them at that point if needed. At this point, I'm going to archive this post and print out all the responses and then probably delete for now per my attorney's request. Already sent the moderators a request that they lock the thread. I promise I'll be back with an update once I get a resolution, hopefully soon. Thanks again, Reddit is helpful again as always and just to mention this story was a couple of years one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
back. And our next update came from a couple of months later that says, in the interest of keeping Tree Week going, I've decided to give a small update to the situation. I had an arborist come out and do an evaluation. Out of 12 pines on the lot, seven had been removed and another species of tree had been damaged, broken in half by the felling of the pines. They were all 40 foot or larger and the other species were even larger and worth more than the rest combined. I won't say the exact value here, but it was indeed substantial. As well, I had a reforestation service come out that was recommended by the arborist. Unfortunately, due to the steep embankment, it is simply not possible to replant 40 foot tall pines. They would never take and it would be nigh impossible to accomplish regardless. The largest that would have had the highest success of implantation would be eight to 10 foot tall and would take four to five years after to regain the privacy from the road and development behind us that we had before. Regardless, it was still an extremely high cost to both replant the new trees as well as clear the debris from the old trees off the hillside. My attorney sent a letter to the tree company with a demand for triple damages as well as the cost of reforestation. I received a deluge of calls and voicemails from the owner, which I ignored and sent voicemail copies to my attorney. I also seen them on the motion sensor for my cameras driving past my house on multiple occasions, which I let my attorney know about. I let my neighbors to know to keep an eye out and if they see the service at my home while I'm gone to immediately call the police. My attorney had a discussion with them in which the owners said they were going to turn it over to the insurance and let them figure it out. They said we had a verbal contract to do work, which I deny, and I have an unsigned quote and video footage showing I left before he even put the quote in my mailbox. I also have the voice recordings with one of the owners explicitly stating their fault in the matter. I'll post another update once we hear back from his insurance. So the next update came from around half a year or so later, which said, so this has been a long and complicated process, but it turned out to be incredibly satisfying. So after getting the insurance claim filed, we met with the adjuster, who admitted they were liable but thought our claim amount was ridiculous and unfounded. My attorney then showed her the exact law regarding treble damages and market value not being related to the court value, which she apparently was ignorant of, and she immediately started backtracking and saying they weren't going to accept liability and were going to argue that there was indeed a verbal contract in place and that's why they did the work. My attorney rightfully told them he would play the recording of our meeting in court, recordings of my conversation with the owner, and had mountains of evidence to support there not being a contract, generally ripping her a new asshole the whole time. <laughs> she left and we didn't hear anything for a while, and they ignored the time limit on our demand, which was reasonable at three times the arborist estimate of 20,000, so 60,000 in total. We filed a suit along with a letter detailing our concern about the large trees left behind on the embankment, how they might end up sliding down into the protected river and trail below, and that we told them liable for these additional damages if they should continue to ignore our demand and deny liability in bad faith. It got escalated to a new adjuster who contacted us to basically say we'd see them in court. While waiting on this to happen, discovery is a bitch, my worst fears came true. Due to the heavy rains, the trees that had been cut down and left on the hill, leading down to the river, pulled loose and slid down to the trail and river. They dragged a ton of other plant debris with them, caused the embankment to partially collapse and destabilize, and left the trail completely blocked with a large blockage on the flow of the river below too, from all the debris that fell into it. 
The collapse in embankment also pulled a portion of my backyard with it and most of my rear fence line that was on it, along with causing four other pine trees and our beautiful weeping willow to either topple or partially at root with the soil. The river is also the primary water source for our small town, which becomes relevant soon after. Holy moly, lucky for me, no one was on the trail and so no injuries were involved. Even luckier for me, my attorney was on the firm for the local city and had been keeping them informed since the trees were felled onto their property and how we're trying to get it resolved so they wouldn't come after me. Thankfully, they'd been very understanding and helpful, even sending out their in-house arborist and engineer to evaluate. The city was pissed when the river became blocked, called out a major engineering firm and because of my attorney's relationship with them, was nice enough to include the damages to my yard, fence and trees in their overall assessment of damages since rebuilding the embankment and doing cleanup was almost impossible without also building back up my yard too. My new trees being planted would also help with the long-term stabilization of the new embankment, as well as the reconstruction, stabilization of the embankment. Dredging the river and clearing of the trail all had to happen immediately because of the river being the local water source. All told, the engineering firm's assessment was well over 1.2 million to complete all the necessary work on an emergency need timetable. This of course didn't include any resulting damages from the diminished water source, having to issue a boil water order, city incurred costs, etc. They would now have to build a series of long-term retainer walls to stabilize what had been before a naturally occurring embankment and completely dredge a protected water source. They began work immediately and in return for including my yard reconstruction in their work, I allowed them full access rights through my property as much as they needed, with a condition that they would include repairing any sod damage in their assessment. They began work immediately and it was a flurry of activity. We stayed in a nearby hotel because they worked into the night with bright lights and loud, heavy equipment and I had to board my dogs for two weeks while it was going on since they couldn't be in the backyard anymore. After almost four weeks, the work was done and our yard looked even better than before. All total, my case for incurred cost was alone was well over $175,000, not including punitive damages, including repayment to the city for the work they had to perform on my property, including resodding and grading most of my yard from the equipment use. I wasn't told exactly what the city's claim for subrogation was, but it was well into 1.5 plus million range, according to my attorney. Our attorney did some sort of paperwork, forgive my legal ignorance, to ask for a speedy court date due to the circumstances after sending all the updated damages to the insurance company. The next day they received our certified letter, and I assume my attorney's court request. We received a call from someone in the office of the president for the insurance company. After ignoring us for months, they were now begging us to settle out of court, presumably to avoid punitive damages. After negotiating for roughly two weeks, we settled on just over 295,000 plus attorney costs. Out of that, after paying what we owe to the city to do their part of the work, reimbursing for out-of-pocket costs and our attorney getting their share, we ended up with a good amount. While it wasn't quite 100K, it was pretty close to it. So we were definitely happy with the outcome. As for the city, they were essentially maxing out what was left of the policy. It was a 2 million policy, and then going after the owner and his company for the remaining damages as well, as the state going after their licensing and levying fines against them. 
as of last month, his company disappeared from my local Google pages and his number no longer works, which I presume means that he went out of business. Essentially, what could have been a fair and minor insurance payout turned into the owner losing his company, I presume, us having a fully constructed backyard, new trees, new fencing, new sod, and ample savings account, with a nice set of retainer walls and private stairs leading down to the river. Thanks all for the great advice on the legal advice and best of legal advice posts, and as well as the numerous personal messages. Reddit is awesome. And when I was reading, you know, that there are specialist lawyers in tree law you know i was surprised at first and i'm thinking about it you know it's not really that surprising the amount of money that's involved in these things and one mistake could cost absolute millions and there seems to be like specialist lawyers in many different fields you with my dad and mesothelioma which is an asbestos based cancer you know i was inundated with requests from lawyers to get involved with that so in the end it's not a huge surprise i guess but i always find when the numbers come out you know the the amount these things cost it's staggering i mean totally justified 30 to 40 year old trees that's a that's a lot of time for a tree isn't it to just to just be cut down like that but then there was the collapsing of the trees which rolled down into the river, which I don't know if it was tainting the river or it's just blocking a part of the river therefore needed to be removed. The city's water source. Shit. But a part of me did leave it wondering if they didn't negotiate that, you know, just under 100k for OP, would they have got a lot more for this in the end and would it have been worth it to OP? I mean, I don't know about the insurances behind these sort of things, but it sounded like the city was maxing out this company's policy anyway at 2 million, and I'm assuming OP had a little slice of that. So if it went beyond the policy, was it just down to the company to cover the rest of it? And what if they couldn't? What happens then? I'm sure one of you brainy people will explain that to me. <laughs> anyway, what do you guys make of this one? I know you guys love a tree law. Tree law. <laughs> let me know your thoughts in the comments below now just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today getting involved in the stories your love support and time as always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care guys much love wake up get up stretch my legs eat some breakfast milk and eggs brush my teeth up Watch my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a dip. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm